Today's Mob Rules is brought to you by Blue Ribbon Chicken, the best fucking chicken we've ever had in our lives. Oh, oh that's oh. disappointing. So blue ribbon chicken, is that like one of those meal boxes or something you order in the mail? No, I wish. God, if it came in the mail, <laughs> fucking not dang it. Dude, I'd be so fat. Shit. Oh. So good. I saw a picture on Twitter today of a dude holding an orange microphone using and like the same font and everything that was in this picture was literally what they use for this restaurant yeah. down there. Yeah. And so the my only thought was, hmm, the chicken looks like you're holding a piece of like a drumstick. <laughs> it's delicious. Well, welcome to Mob Rules, episode 101. Yeah. Uh, I am John, joined as always by... By Dave. And by <sighs> Danny, who's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no. He, Danny's not here. Danny is uh, has been... He's dying. Yeah, yeah. He's really taking offense to me, starting mainly Nurgle stuff, so he's deciding to die from a plague right now. So Apparently. Get better soon, Danny. But yeah. me and Dave are here, and we're here. Yeah, we're sticking it out just for you guys. Also, I needed to get out of my house because I was going to kill the women that live there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, our bi-weekly um, stress relief session. Because um, I know like, I've had a baby in the house for two weeks now. Uh, so I can definitely use... <laughs> Amanda's had a baby in the house for like five years, right? <laughs> no, excuse you, nine. <laughs> nine? We've been together a surprisingly long amount of time. That is surprising. Um, but yeah, so we, we came together. Uh, mainly, we're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, mainly, Dave, your experience in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I started listening to the Warhammer Adventures, uh, Attack of the Necrons book today. Oh, yeah. Uh, so a little bit about that. Um, and then just some general hobby stuff and kind of resetting for the new Mob Rules year, I guess, is the yeah. best thing we can do about Cause, cause we where we're going. Right every, we refresh every LVO. It starts over. Yeah. Pretty much. It was about this time last year that the Ted bowed out. Um, um, about yeah. May, yeah, May. May, May sometimes, but kind of like the first half of the year. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna kind of reset, refresh, and, and call it good. Just because Danny, we poisoned him, doesn't mean he's gone forever. He's just gone for today. Uh, so that is definitely not part of the refresh. Yeah, no, no. Danny's <laughs> Danny's currently at the pharmacy getting <laughs> getting five hundred dollars worth of drugs, so he mm. cannot be dead. Mm. Mm. <laughs> God bless America. Yes. So Dave, um, what what have you been up to? Uh, well, let's see. Since last we recorded, um, I went to, uh, I, I took a trip, but you know, we'll cover that later. We'll and cover anybody, that a little bit here. Yeah. Anybody that sees anything, you know, that follows us at all saw tons of stuff going on down there cause we were crazy. Um, but since I've been back, I have uh, decided that I'm, I'm going to actually take myself to the next level in the ITC. Ooh. Uh, because uh, when the ITC ended, I was 1885. That seems very American. Oh, wait, no, right. 1775. 17, no, I was, I was 1776. 1885th out of uh, 10,000. That's pretty good, man. That's. I mean, it's okay. It's no 1471. Who's 1471? Uh, you are. Oh, yes. Um, and I can't let that happen and again. I forgot to play for the last yeah. six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that happened. Uh, I think somebody played as you because I was looking at your points total going, that's not possible. No, I got a couple second places, yeah. uh, a couple uh, higher scoring tournaments and things like that there. <laughs> well, I mean, you did better than me. I, and the, most of the tournaments I played in were towards the later end of the year when everybody's on uh, 
doing their holiday stuff, so not really playing in the tournaments. So yeah. Weren't a lot of high point scoring stuff. So, I mean, you beat me by 10 points. And 430 places. Yeah, which is apparently <laughs> a lot. Um, so, so uh, we, we, we've all kind of, we're all on this new year, new army kick, right? Yeah, uh, well, kind of. Kind of. Well, you, you've switched it up a little bit there. Um, but for this upcoming, you know, season, where, what are you working on for that there? So I, I sat down and I started thinking about it, um, not knowing what uh, the new Primaris box set has completely got in it, because right now we've only seen previewed the uh, the super sexy librarian. Oh man, I had a really good conversation with Alec Beals about that librarian. Oh man, it bothers both of us that he has a piece of cloth fabric over the exhaust vent on his backpack. Yeah. Okay. I. I mean, there's some some small things, but it's a new librarian, maybe new disciplines. Don't really know. There's also the new scout, uh, Primaris Reavers. They're, yes, with the, with their uh, yeah. very subtle auto cannons. <laughs> no, no, those are the those are the inceptors. <laughs> okay, those the, are the inceptors. Jump, those are the jump pack guys with yeah. the big old the the big dick energy guns there. That's, yeah. Um, and we oh, don't know. You're right. They have like the 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 snipers. Yeah. The snipers on steroids. Yeah. The, you know. People bitch the original Marines are being phased out. If they phased out original Space Marine Scouts, I don't think I could care less. Uh, you'd still see regular Space Marine Scouts getting played because oh, they're, I know, they're but, so cheap. But yeah. but it's that gotten that Duke Nukem chin on them. <laughs> you know, oh, it's yeah. just it's oh. not a nice kid anymore. And like <laughs> it's something like I've noticed because I picked up some of the, like the older Metal Nurgle models as well. But like when you put the older ones beside the newer ones, it just makes you want to cry. It does, yeah. yeah. I, no, I'm I'm aware. I I found a bunch of old stuff and I went, oh, this looks like crap. <laughs> um, but uh, so I sat down and, and thought about it. You know, I have a ton of uh, Primaris Space Marines. I have sure. a ton of regular yeah. Space Marines. I could, you know, try my very hardest to uh, to rank high because uh, one of the things I want to do is is take a best in faction this year. Oh, sure. And that's a lofty goal considering we're up here in Alaska. And if you take a faction that a lot of people play. It's a lot harder to score major points, unlike the people hey, in the big up to, to our teammate Joe, who was best in faction for Renegades and Heretics. Yeah, and we had uh, number two for Space Wolves and number three for Blood Angels. And if Danny had listened to me and just kept playing Harlequins, we'd have had number one in Harlequins. But no, orcs were sexy and awesome. You had to play orcs. Blech. I mean, they're, they're pretty sexy. <sighs> but yeah, so Mob Rules loves orcs. So, um, yeah, so you're looking at kind of winning best in faction for your thing. Lofty goal. Um, it, it really is. Especially um, a couple of them you're kind of automatically knocked out of because uh, there's a couple of players who are pretty consistent in what they play. Like, I don't think anyone up here is going to have best in faction of Gene Stealer Cult. I think that's going to be a popular, well played I mean, army. So, there is somebody up here that could possibly have best in faction Gene Stealer Cult, but not where he currently lives. Mm -hmm. So. Our buddy Eric, um, hardcore Tyranid player. Oh, new host. Yeah. The, the guy new, is replacing the, me, yes. apparently. Well, I was going to cover that later in the, in the recap. but uh, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, Eric is, you know, hard for Gene Slicker. If it When we did the video, if mm -hmm. I could have had Eric on the phone the whole time talking about it, were it not violating some sort of NDA, I just, just to listen to his reaction of him going, oh, because, you know, he's he's diehard Tyranids, diehard Gene Slicker. Yeah. I think... 
if Eric did not live where he lived, he could be easily top five. I think in I Gene had, have a lot of us didn't live where we lived. We no, because, be well, five. well, let's look at it this way. We had top Space Wolves, we had top Blood Angels, we have top Renegades and Heretics, but they're down here in our main hub instead of up in Fairbanks yeah. where there's less tournament action. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but uh, weighing my options as to what, what I like to play and where there are some auto, uh, you know, eliminations, I'm never going to win best faction uh imperial guard uh no no uh, never gonna win best faction um uh yunari or harlequins or uh, right any flavor of elf any flavor of elf those those guys are covered however i could do it in space marines there's some really good space marine players but mm-hmm. space marines traditionally don't place that high right right with the astar just a general just astar general astar days. Astar days. Yeah. um and I think I could do it with custodes. Now I know Jeff in control was in charge, uh, was number one in custodes for a long time, but he's been drafted by uh, uh, Games Workshop to cover all the tournaments, all the major tournaments that he would have scored points at, <laughs> um, are now eliminated for him. So there's a couple other guys that are in the top that scored very well, but all of them played. All of them were not uh, very high up until LVO. Mm-hmm. They were way behind Jeff. Um, and I figure if I play custodes right, I could easily finish top five custodes. Okay. And depending on how well I do at LVO next year, could take it. So I sat down, I wrote out a list, I showed it to Danny, I threw that list in the trash. Nice. And then I rewrote the list. As many of us do after showing our list to Danny. Right. Um, actually, actually, Danny pulled some mine crap on me uh, and then I talked with our buddy Joe mm-hmm. about best in faction stuff and claiming it. And I said, well, maybe I'll just do renegades and heretics. And he said, you stay out of my, you stay <laughs> out of my garden. Stay in your lane, sir. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we worked through a list and Joe helped me explain, or Joe explained some things to me. One of the things Danny said to me when I showed him the list was, so how do you win? And I said, what, it's, what it's do you a mean? strange question. It right? is. It's a very strange question. And one that, um, I had to like think about because I couldn't explain how I win because I didn't build the list. Uh, list? I didn't build the list with um, winning in mind. Ed, like I go out and I just do this and this and this and then I win. Yeah. I built the list with denial in mind. So okay. That they don't score. I win by outscoring them by holding and killing and bonus. Every, right. Every round in the ITC without having to necessarily, you know, get my bread and butter from the secondaries. But by building the list the way I built it, it actually denied 90% of secondaries. Okay. Making it so that in order to score max points, I would have to do stuff like recon and ground control and, you know. Right. All that all that stuff that's actually a lot harder for most players because they don't think about it. Which, to be fair, like when I'm building a list, uh, I build lists to score at least two of my three secondaries as things that you don't have any say over. So I have one secondary that means I kill things and two secondaries that are either board control or placement or things that I don't have to worry about killing anything to get. So, so you know, and I, I scrapped that list and then I sat down and I worked with Joe on a list and to what secondaries I would be able to score on a regular basis against stuff. And now I have, I have a list that, uh, I'm actually really happy with. Mm-hmm. So I had to order a bunch of stuff from Forge World. What'd you get? What did you order? 
Uh, I ordered three Serastis uh, Grav Tanks, mm. um, the Custodes Grav Tanks. I picked up Trajan. Nice. Built, built him this last week. Um, I had three fully painted Custodes, uh, but one of them was Sword and Board. And right, I, right. And I, you wanted uh, the I Garden three, Spears. Yeah, I want three Spears. Yeah. So I built, uh, I built another one of those. I've built uh, six mortar teams because I had, unfortunately, the way that I have the list built, uh, I was, you know, I had X number of points that just couldn't go anywhere. So I built two heavy weapon squads with mortar say, teams. It happens when your imperial, your, uh, your basic trooper is like thirty points. Well, fifty-seven actually. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but but it really does limit you into yeah. kind of what you what you can take. So the uh, so the second list is. Uh, this finalized version I'm going to play with and, and try out, which I, I'm not using for our tournament. That's gone. So if you're listening to this, we have a tournament today. It's Saturday, obviously. Um, and I will be running a different list that is just kind of like a filler list that still mm-hmm. meets the criteria of having a thousand and one points in, in custodes. Um, but my actual list that I'm looking at is is two uh, two captains on Don Eagle jet bikes. Okay. Uh, okay. A six man jet bike squad. Wonderful. Okay. Three-man custode guy squad. Sure. Um, Trajan. Trajan Langdon. And, uh, you know, the famous basketball player who gives yep. re-rolls of ones to... Trajan. Trajan. Uh, Trajan Valores. And these three heavy tanks. And it actually fills a niche for me that has been itching um, because... Everybody who knows, everybody who listens to the podcast, John, knows that I love repulsors. I you mean, do I anything with a tank chassis and, and some kind of anti-gravitic movement you're all about. So, uh, repulsors are uh, 285 kitted out the way that I like. Okay. The uh, custom grab tanks, which are decidedly better, are 210. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that, you know, it debatable whether or not the guns are actually better. I think uh, it's because um, of Laz cannons, you know. Yeah, and I think the repulsor you're getting a huge volume of shots, but the the custodies one you're getting a better quality of shot. You're, you're getting a better quality shot. So, their main gun is heavy heavy eight strength eight minus three, um, three damage D three damage. Right. Okay. So if you have three of them re-rolling ones, which means that you know because pretty much all hitting, are, yeah. are pretty much all hitting. Uh, re-rolling ones on wounds because against a knight which you know, toughness eight, you're going to be hitting on fours. Mm-hmm. But so a little bit more than half your shots that go through will wound on average. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then D three, you know, you're looking at two average there. So you can do, I can do about 16 damage to a knight on a turn or enough to really uh, incapacitate it for, you know, it's obviously it's still functional, but it's not as deadly right off the bat. Right, right, right. Um, the jet bikes moving with the uh, the captains, getting all their re-rolls that they get, everything fancy they have. And, and then, you know, the heroic 42. <laughs> and Because uh, I have 42 of them. And then uh, three squads of, or uh, two squads of mortars. Yeah, so a bunch of chaff to hold objectives in the back. What's right. the movement on those grab tanks again? 14. 14. So your army is pretty mobile and able to kind of move yep. around and avoid a lot of threats there. Yep. They can move. They can set up. Uh, the chaff can basically be set up to hold objectives or deny alpha strikes mm-hmm. uh, in the first turn. Um, the jet bikes can get across the field and get, you know, recon or in anything else. And, and on top of that, they can, they put a hurting on knights themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like it's a fairly balanced list. And 
it, it's one that I can play. Like a lot of my problem is, is that uh, when I'm trying to build a list and play, it's, it's doing, I don't want to paint these guys or, or play them or, you know, they're just not something that I like. It's not that that's half the problem. I'm not just a, let me grab what's best on the net mm-hmm. and I'm going to go win tournaments. I still have to want to play them. No, for sure. Yeah. So, so that's where I'm at with that. And uh, so I built all that stuff up. Um, but uh, this this Saturday, because it's just hot garbage list day. <laughs> well, because I, I, so I was talking to the TO about it. And I said, hey, here's what I've got. Can I proxy repulsors for these tanks? Because they're on order. You know, and I have to wait for them to get here. And he said, nope, repulsors are bigger. And I went, dude, it's a much different footprint. Okay. I, well, it's the same size footprint, actually. Same base. Uh, height? I'm, I think it's the same height. Mm-mm-mm. But you're going to have to trust me on that one. All right. I'll trust you on that one. <clears throat> I mean, it's not like I know the most <laughs> about repulsors of anybody on this show, but whatever. You know, um, I don't know anything about the grab tank because I haven't seen it in person because they didn't have any at Forge World because Forge World didn't bring squat except for all the hot new hot new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, this this other list that I'm bringing this weekend, I'm actually going to use the new wing boys I picked up while I was in Vegas. Beautiful. Got to glue them together. Yep, and um, Nate assembled some. Uh, our buddy Nate assembled some over here the other night, and it was kind of they they go together really well, and they're they're a very attractive model. Yeah, they are. I'm not uh, not looking forward to painting the heads because there's no helmet option for them. Mm. Um, do you not have any spare kind of helmeted heads from your? I mean, I plastic do, dudes? but I'd rather not waste them at this point. Yeah, no, fair. Like some idiot has just put a bunch of heads on uh, torso uh, bodies for <laughs> custode heads on torso <laughs> bodies for a beach volleyball scene that's in still in pieces. Mm. Um, mm. That, that brings me back yeah it's good stuff <laughs> um, but I've been building and I've been painting uh, just working it out I've been this this whole week I've been painting uh, the base colors on the Heroic 42 <laughs> how's that going? I don't want to hear any complaints about having to paint large amounts of models it's just that they're just such boring models yeah the Cadians are just such boring models there's no there's no love in, in there was no love in the sculpt of the Cadians because you're it's like, like GW was like you know in six years you know uh, we're gonna blow up Cadia anyway so what's the <laughs> point you know because yeah you're just you paint your uniform color your boots are different color your hat's different color your chest a different color yeah next yeah and some of them well if you're like me and don't like putting accoutrements on on models because I think they're stupid mm-hmm. um, you know some of the guys that I built were the easy to build buy five in a box. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Those were the ones that come with all the accoutrements. Like, literally, I have everything. I've got letters to mom taped to their hip and all sorts of stuff like this. <laughs> so like, what the hell is this crap? And the ones I did build, though, on the other hand, nothing. <laughs> Just bare bones. What do you got? This. That's that's all you need. If somebody if somebody says WYSIWYG, I'll be like, fine. They don't get to throw their frag grenades, you they, dick. They don't, let to, they don't get to let their mom know how much they love yeah. them. <laughs> Just, um, but the, 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 I was bitching about the heavy... Uh, the heavy weapons teams yeah those just there's no uh there's no different options so really the best way to assemble your heavy weapons teams is to buy a command box (laughs) a command squad box and then just raid all the bits from there well but then you have to buy a command squad box to raid all the bits right i wasn't gonna do yeah and like an idiot you know i had all those leftover bits from all the other cadians i built that i had given to our buddy taylor Mm -hmm. because i'm a nice guy who shares stuff around you know like no you need this no problem by the way chris i mailed out the uh, sniper rifles um that uh sorry one one of our listeners was i was talking to him on twitter and and, uh, and he was like yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do i've got these sniper bodies but they're the bolter guys and i really wish i had sniper rifles and i was like oh man guess what 
in an old box that came to back to me that I used to, that I stored a bunch of stuff in from 2001. There are just sniper rifles in there. Scout sniper rifles. No idea why. Don't <laughs> know what, don't know what hundreds two, of them. <laughs> 2001 Dave was doing uh, with scout sniper rifles, but eh. so yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to the season and I, I'm looking forward to trying to be better in my comp play. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm hoping to try to make it out to a, a major tournament other than LBO this year. Ooh, Dave with the travel plans. Kind of. Um, working on a few things, trying to get some some stuff tied up. Might end up just in, in the uh, San Francisco or the, uh, the Bay Area the Open, Bay Area open yeah. because it'll be closer and easier to get to. Ideally, I'd really love to go to Nova. Yeah, yeah, on the East Coast there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. It's a little further. Travel Travel's a little harder. Yeah, but I, I did get a giant check from my, my company. So. There you go. So I've got I've got some vacation money. No, I, I figured you had by the fact that you bought three grab tanks from Forge World. <sighs> that one hurt only slightly, and by that I mean I was like, oh god, I can't believe I'm doing this. Click, All right. <laughs> click. There it is. All right, I'm gonna just look in my. Oh right, never mind. I have tons of money in my bank account. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, my wife had a baby two weeks ago, so I have been off work. Right. Uh, newborns very boring. Um, the first two to three weeks, they essentially just eat and sleep. And that's about it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when my, when my daughter was born, um, she was my first kid. And, uh, you know, the, you know, that first poop is just magical. Oh yeah. Um, so my, uh, at, at the time my daughter's mom was changing the first time it was like day two or whatever. We were at home changing the diaper out and she started to poop. And she just did that toothpaste squeezed poop. <laughs> and her mom flipped her upside down like, what do I do? And just ran at me with a baby who had a log of poop just shooting straight up in the air like a fountain. I was like, well, <laughs> don't run to me. <laughs> like, stay the they, fuck away. That's the, that's the, and then after that, they get really boring. After yeah. that first poop happens, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, the, the first couple of days we're in the hospital, obviously. And then after that, super dull. Like my wife and I, I was off work for a couple of weeks. So we had a pretty good system where, you know, she got... The overnights and early mornings, and I did the afternoons and evenings, and it worked well for us. You know, we're, we're, we look pretty rested. We're pretty happy people. Yeah, but it surprisingly me, rested. We, it left me with so much time for hobbying. It was amazing. I've been so productive this past two weeks. Yeah, you really have. Um, in the past two weeks, I have painted 60 Pox Walkers. I painted Typhus. Um, I have begun to paint 30 Plague Bearers. Um, I've assembled 2,000 points worth of a Nurgle force. Did you, uh, have you watched my Plague Bearer guide on Tabletop Plus? It's actually really fast. Man, I, oh, <laughs> I really, always really watch fast. all of our YouTube stuff, but no. I'll, I'll um, send you a link. So it's I'm fine. just doing the Plague Bearers the same way I did the skin on my Pox Walkers, because I kind of like how it turned out, um, where I kind of just did a Zandri Dust uh, spray coat, um, and then a Reiklin Flash Shade Wash, and then a Good options. Agrax Earth Shade Wash. And then in my Pox Walkers, any kind of raised area on the skin, I did a Drushi Violet Wash. And then any boils, I went back over with the Carrion Crimson Wash. And that was it. Yeah, the uh, Drushi Violet and Carrion Crimson makes some really nice looking. It makes them really pop out, just like yeah. a little bit of purple and red. Yep. It just It's super, super good. Uh, it's tied in because we were talking last time, my, my Death Guard and my, my Chaos and Jaren is going to be like purple armored. Mm-hmm. All my Pox Walkers have purple pants. <laughs> and they're all very uniform in that. So in my kind of personal narrative in my head is that they are a cleaning crew uh, or a maintenance crew for a, an Imperial outpost. And that's why they're or, all or wear. They, they were. 
Well, they were, yeah, before they forgot to clean up one little spill, and then it turned into kind of giant plagues. See, it, it's interesting that you, uh, you you do the same thing I do, which is you paint this narrative of how, how they are and why they are yeah. as, as you're going to explain it. Because I'm like, why in the hell would 60 zombies be wearing identical clothing? But it would really bug me if they weren't. <laughs> it's the thing like looking at it from the tabletop perspective. Yeah, I mean, so all of the GW paint schemes for them have them in bright orange jumpers. Or right, whatever. like prisons yeah, and like things. Yeah, prison. So, well, I mean, in prison works. But I mean, for me, if I was going to be painting them, I think I would honestly paint them as uh, Cadian color. So like Xandru dust pants and some the boots, you know, yeah. the gray like that. So stuff like that to tie them, to make, to explain it as to why they, they are the way they are. Yeah. So, so making my army list this uh, like a couple weeks ago, and this is what I generally do is I'll make one list. I'll get it all painted up and ready to go. And I'll adjust from there through playing games and kind of up and down it. Did you show Danny the list before you started painting? Sort of. <laughs> so you're not, it's, you're not like, ah, I painted all this stuff. And Danny's, and Danny's <laughs> like, so here's the changes I'd make. And you just yeah. show the list I away. mean, Pox Walkers aren't as great as they used to be, but they're still, you can't sleep on them. They're, they're still like if buffed, right? They're super good. So I have like Typhus and a Demon Prince and then three squads of 20 Pox Walkers. Um, I have two of the Blight Drones. Um, with the I love that model. It's so good. Yeah. yeah with the, the uh, Spewers. And then I have three of the Plague Burst Crawlers with the Spewers in their mortar. And then I have a Nurgle Demon Detachment with a Skrailpox Scrivener, or no, Spoilpox Scrivener. Yep. Um, a Pox Bearer. And uh, a squad of 30 Plague Bearers with a Musician in the Standard. And then two squads of four Nurglings. Nurglings, still best troop <laughs> choice, NA. Um, so for me, like my, my 2000 part army is close to like a hundred models. I think it's like 105, 110 models. That's about your average actually which, for you, John. Which I was talking to someone the other day and I was talking about how I was going to play this. Cause you know, I'm going to keep Typhus within seven inches of my, um, of my Pox uh, walkers so that they get buffed from him. And I need to keep my plague bearers within six inches of this guy. So it gets buffed from him. And, and our buddy Nate was like, you just got to make sure that you're, you have everyone spaced out. Right. And then I look back at it and I'm like, Huh, sort of how with my Elder Army, everything <laughs> needed to be spaced out right because of bu um, buff auras. And then, oh, like my Tyranids, everything needed to be spaced out right because of buff auras. And I think I average about 90 to 100 models in Army, so I'm like, huh, okay, so there's a the theme. Yeah, you know what? You do what you like. That's your style that you like to it play. Is. It's, I, I like to overwhelm, especially when we're in kind of a meta where everyone's bringing, like, oh man, I got to plan a Castell and be in there. So I got to take an anti-tank thing. But my thing is, is, oh, a Castellan shoots at me. I lost three Poxwalkers. Right. Yeah, see, that's, that's the yeah. thing is, everybody's taking all this anti-Imperial Knight stuff, but if they just have the one knight, mm -hmm. it can only do so much damage to foot troops. And, and for me, like anti-Horde as well, like my, my Plague Bearers are going to be minus two to hit. My Poxwalkers, one of those units is going to be like minus one to hit. So it's still going to be pretty durable. On top of that, I get a save against everything regardless. So Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, so I'm just going to run everything across the <laughs> table and, you know, <laughs> overwhelm as I tend to do. The last thing, because it was just a patrol of um, uh, Nurgle demons to get that nah. Poxbringer in there. But I added the Nurglings after uh, watching our review of the Genes Dealer Cult Codex. And just having some kind of board control outside of my deployment zone. Yep. That way I can kind of dictate where the blips go a little bit because otherwise what's going to happen is especially when my army is so slow like even buffed my uh to buff my plague bearers they're moving max 11 inches a turn 12 inches a turn 
um, Pox Bringer's maximum 10 inches a turn. Okay. So if I am ever stopped for one turn, I need to get in combat as quickly as possible. I need to get up the table as quickly as possible. And if I lose that turn one where I can't move because of blips... Yeah, you've got one, two, three. You've got the three Plague Burst Crawlers, which is your shooting. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of good. They're they're like shock attack guns. They're either really good yeah. or they're going to suck for you. No, you know, they're, dice they're giant distractions. Yeah. That's all they are. Um, and then you've got the the flyer. So you, you don't have, it looks like you've got a lot more melee than you're probably used to. I have a ton more melee. I mean, it goes back to, because I played orcs before, like melee orcs, and, and like kind of figuring out the, the with the Eldar, uh, when I played Eldar, that was shooting and kind of re-educating myself to stay away, <laughs> you know, and pull back. Right. But this army, like I said, is just going to be very simple of everything moves forward. Tie everything up in combat. Um Pox walkers will start replenishing themselves. Plague bearers will tie up a couple things for a long time. Mm, yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, hopefully that that's that's the plan. And just uh, the doing my objectives and missions like is just I will be there on the last turn. I, I will not die. Is is the hope? Is is kind of where I'm at with that there. So, so John, we we've talked about this in the past. Yes, uh, about our. Uh, new year, new army. Thing. New year, new army. However, you have finished your army. It's supposed to be started <laughs> in March. Um, I still have, I still have stuff to do. Like I just, yeah. Did. But the rest of us are basically almost starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I can add to it. There's plenty. I have plenty of stuff to paint and assemble. Yeah. I just want to have a good 2K list I can start playing and start adjusting from. So we're we're gonna see how that goes. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to playing my actual custode list although this weekend the way that i built this stupid list out i'm actually kind of excited to play it just because it's dumb i'm excited to play against your custodies list like i said i think it's a good mish of styles yeah um yeah maybe we'll uh we'll do a recording for it or whatnot for sure because you should with your tanks be able to mush through most of my stuff even with a five up feel no pain um depending on how quickly i can box you in um well it's gonna be very hard to box me in because fly so Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's <laughs> even with that many models, fourteen inches still allows me to GTFO. <laughs> you you got to spread out pretty big to keep me actually oh, trapped. Oh, in. And I can spread. I can spread. Bad. But yeah, gross. Um, yeah, that's that's about all I've been up to. And then, take, so Danny. Well, I was gonna say, you know, the only thing I know is that Danny's been building Gene Stealer Cult, and yeah. I think that's actually why he's sick. Um, so he can be at home building more Gene Stealer No, cult. no, I think he's actually become infected with the, uh, the oh, cult. Second generation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we're going to take a break. Um, we're going to come right on back. Hey guys, this is one of those live adverts when we wanted to do a quick shout out to all of our Patreon sponsors who were nice uh, and donate to the show to make sure that we can release this shit twice a month, every month. So thank you, Peter. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, David. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, John. And thank you, Josh. Thank you for your donations. They help mob rules be a thing, and it's your fault. I thought we were going for take number two on it. Oh, I mean, we could. I just, yeah. Hmm. Thanks for keeping the lights running uh, and all that other kind of stuff. Thank you for everyone who buys our merchandise um, on Threadless. Yeah. Um, it, it, it really does help support this ridiculous thing that you're hearing. Um, 
and you know that i mean thank you very much by the for everything you know to help us pay for the the hosting fees you know we were at twenty dollars a month and, and we were basically running into our cap every month without <laughs> pretty being, much every which, month, which yeah it's, which is awesome yeah because that's you know cap download right and cap yeah, upload, a, upload, upload, yeah. But I mean, it was it was one of those things where it was like, oh man, we got to up it. And December was a tricky month for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we've we've enjoyed seriously just about every episode we've made. Yeah. Know, that I, at least that I've been a part of, going all the way back to two Augusts ago and and a book review. You know, yeah. I, I filled in for when Phil was gone after he he moved to Savannah because he's like, oh, I'm going to go get famous in the lower forty eight. Yeah. And then he did. Jerk. Yeah. Successful jerk. The Glacial Geek actually just uh, signed up with Army Painter to be one of their spokes models, I'm going to say. Yeah, spokes model. So uh, deep, I, deep Thoughts Thin Coats. Uh, Phil's Wednesday weekly video, he's going to be using Army Painter supplies. Which is awesome. Which is a great, great spot for him. It's the, the what, what took me uh, by surprise, though, was the fact that he signed up to do the uh, bikini spread for him, mm. you know, where he's just wearing a bikini painted on using Army no. Painter paints. No, Dave, we, we would talk positively more about Army Painter, but they don't they don't send us stuff to make sure. I would talk, uh, you know, more positively about Army. Actually, I don't think I've, we've ever said anything negative about No, we Army haven't Painter. said anything <laughs> negative <Yeah>. about anyone. <laughs> I mean, that's not completely true. There's, Give me... There's at least one website that mm. we speak negatively about on a regular basis. Yeah, click here to find out more. Yep. Speaking of which, Dave, okay. Las Vegas. Could you please put a link right there that just clear when you click it, just <laughs> opens to a dead hyperlink that <laughs> just says 404, you're an idiot. Oh, that would be our entire uh, website. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Dave, uh, you and Danny uh, took a trip down to Vegas for LVO. LVO has quickly become the largest uh, tabletop wargaming convention on the West Coast. Okay, so caveat for that. Okay, well, okay. for caveats. No, no, for caveat for it, LVO is quickly becoming the largest uh, GW-themed tournament uh, convention on the West Coast. Adepticon is still actually bigger. East Coast. No, that's in Chicago, man. That's Midwest. Yeah. It's pretty close. Yeah. It's like, like a 20-minute drive or something like that. Central time. I could take an Uber from, from LVO to... You could not. I could. I just Shut got a huge face, check. Dave. I'd be stranded in Chicago. You'd be stranded in Chicago, and you would have not. Driver is going to be like, I got this. Like three grand, please. Yeah. Mm. And that for Loco was brought to you by our Patreons. Mm, So you're a mist flavored. Mm. (laughs) So, but yeah, no, it's the largest DW one, and 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 obviously it is. They had. 800 some odd people buy tickets um and then you know when it was all said and done i think there was something like 661 people who actually managed to make it to the event still amazing which you know we knew four people in alaska who bought tickets who couldn't go Mm -hmm. you know so you know just people so many people interested in going and, and having a great time for it so obviously it's it's the largest that was the largest 40k event ever to take place um it was Almost the largest, I want to say, almost the largest Age of Sigmar event to ever take place. It was pretty huge for Age of Sigmar it was as well. Very big. Um, the Blood Bowl tournament. Okay, Blood Bowl takes place all over the place. You know, it's it's nobody's playing Blood Bowl in, in Vegas. And one of those guys. So my, I'm, the first time we went down there, and you went down in right the two years ago, yeah. And I did the the Blood Bowl tournament, mm-hmm. finished six out of thirty six or whatever, and caused like the most casualties ever in a yeah. tournament. Um. Those guys knew I was going to be in Vegas because they follow the podcast. Thank you. Um, and bought me a ticket 
to the Blood Bowl event. Really? So when I registered myself, they were like, oh, and uh, also this ticket for Blood Bowl. I was like, what the? Come on, man. You guys wasted money on this. I'm not doing it because I didn't bring the team because I was too busy packing all this other shit down That's with me. That's so funny. Did they um, not provide you with a team? No, they would have if I'd asked. But, yeah. But I had painting classes and stuff. I'd already scheduled up, so I needed to go do that instead. Well, thank you for your generosity in buying David's ticket for Blood Bowl. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Next year... I still won't be doing it because it's during the champs and I'm playing in the champs next year for sure. So, Ooh. but, uh, so leading up to us leaving for LBO. Right. Okay. Smash cut to Anchorage, Anchorage airport day before day. We're supposed to get on the plane. Yes. Okay. The night federal before, government still shut down. Right. The night before we, we get the package. I had to run around, uh, to get our jerseys that we had specially ordered. So we had matching jerseys for our doubles tournament because matching jerseys is worth 15 points. So we needed that. We wanted those points because we wanted to do well. Sure. So we special ordered this awesome looking graphic on black hoodies and we got the black hoodies and the awesome looking graphic looked like, you know, when you wash a shirt uh, that you've owned since the seventies every day for the rest of for, uh, since you bought it. Well, I wasn't around in the seventies, but I follow your analogy. Sure. It was washed out like that on a brand new hoodie. Ooh. You couldn't read the lettering. It was not gold like it was supposed to. It was supposed to be gold, red, and black. Yeah. It wasn't gold, red, and black. It was... I don't know what it was. And because where gold, they placed it... Gold, red, and it, crap. Yeah. yeah. Where they placed it with the hood down, covered it up because it was so small. Oh. So we reached out to JNS up here. Yeah, JNS, they do our team shirts up here as well. They do really good uh, vinyl printing up in Anchorage. Uh, jewelry and stuff in the Diamond Center. Right by the ice rink, if you want interesting decal stuff, guys. Yeah. Um, we went over there, and I we talked to him and said, listen, we get on a plane in seven hours. Can you take this design and put it on the front and the back? She said, sure, no problem. And I went, wow. $15 later, we had better-looking jerseys with our actual skull, moose skull that Cody had designed, and Team AK, and, and fancy font, and just looked awesome. Yeah. Um, got back home. Got everything ready, packed up the board. Packed up your toys, packed up your display board. Oh, and that display board was so hard to pack up. Do not travel with a two-foot-by-two-foot display board, gentlemen. See, the way you do it is you build it inside a suitcase so it folds up. I mean, that would have been smart, but like an idiot, I started it five days before we were leaving for Las (laughs) Vegas. So (laughs) so we we sit down, and that that was wrapped in uh, a wrap. We took both of us to pack it. I bought uh, a foam bed topper. Nice. Uh, which I needed also so I could actually transport the custo jet bikes because like an idiot, they're not magnetized. They're just fully built and painted. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, smarts. Um, so we, we wrapped the board in that. I held it down while Cody ran tape around it. And then I brought uh, some, I may have borrowed some stuff from work, uh, some shrink wrap. Nice. So I could palletize it, uh, basically. And we shrink wrapped it. How big was your goddamn display of your palletizing it? <laughs> Well, we needed shrink wrap, so obviously we were palletizing it. Um, we wrapped that up, and then we took... Uh, I, I had borrowed some cardboard slip sheets from work uh, that were going to be thrown away anyway. Or, I'm sorry, recycled, because we're thrifty and green up here in Alaska. Mm. Um, and I, we cut it into a box shape and then wrapped it around it and then shrink wrapped that and taped it up. And then, uh, yeah, then we headed out and got on a plane. Well, then I watched TSA open it. <laughs> because it was an oversized bag. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, hey, listen, I got to tell you, because I'm dumb, 
I left the batteries in the light box that's in there. Just so you know, when you scan it, you're going to see yeah. batteries and wires running to stuff. If you need to open it, please be sure to close it back up. He said, no problem. If we open it, we'll close it back up as good as it is right here. Now, this was during the federal government shutdown, so I'm sure all yeah. two of the TSA workers were very quick about that. <laughs> yeah, super awesome. Uh, and then we went and met Danny, went into the uh, first class lounge because we're baller. And none of us can ever fly afford to fly first class again, so it was a one-time thing. Um, <clears throat> and then we headed down. Danny flew off to L.A., and we flew off to uh, Seattle, where we had no layover, which was awesome. Got That's on the next super plane, nice. Got down to Vegas, uh, got checked into the hotel, picked everything up. We went and looked at the uh, the display board, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, i gotta, I got to check it out and make, see how bad it is. All they did was open one end of the box, look at it, and go, nope, fuck that, and close it back up. <laughs> <laughs> also, they were like, we're not getting paid. Fuck this. Right, yeah. Close they were like, back oh, up. never mind, never mind. So the display board made it down almost perfectly. Um, one of the light poles snapped. Mm-hmm. Um, probably from, well, honestly, I, I don't really, maybe from when we wrapped it. Um, but it broke the wire itself. Oh, no. Um, so instead of two lights, we only had one on it, it which was fine, because really in a lit hall you, you couldn't tell the light was on unless we pointed it out to you <laughs> those are always the best little emoji well, and, to stuff we're like look look at it look what's look there were some people that actually noticed it they're like holy fuck that's a working light on there you gotta you actually have a working light on that's amazing uh i was like oh thank god you can see it he's like well yeah i had to get way down and inspect your <laughs> your sign slow your roll yeah. don't rub your own cock too hard I, I didn't notice it from across the room but i could see it when i got up close so it's like all right cool um so we, we sat down, we figured that out. Thursday was, uh, so we got in Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got checked in and then we took naps because we're old men. Uh, got to rest up. And we knew that the night was going to be exciting. Uh, we met up with uh, Eric and uh, Brandon and Danny and we, we headed over for registration. We got registered, got everything done. Thought about going to the Ford World booth for a second. Saw the giant line because they opened early and then instead went and got in the line for uh, the preview. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Thursday night preview. So the Thursday night preview, I have to say, guys, if you're going to a preview, and this is uh, my soapbox moment here. Oh, wait, I'm I got gonna, Yeah, is it if the... you could do it for me, that'd be awesome. Oh, I just realized the, the Patreon shout-out music is the same as my complaining music, but that's okay. It's fine. They probably understand. <laughs> All right. Now, we went to this awesome event uh, that was a one one person one session only you know they weren't going to be continually doing it they just first come first serve mm-hmm. stand in line get in we waited in line for three hours to get in because that's how long the line was going to get ready to be oh sure um with adam troke and uh the guy that is in charge they actually the head of 40k over there uh who is name uh escapes me pete foley no it wasn't pete foley no it's it's a younger guy who i didn't recognize huh. We we'll um, call him Stan. Stan. Stan sounds good, uh, and they they did a great job. Now here comes the soapbox. At the end of their presentation, they went into a Q and A period. If you go to a preview at Adepticon, and you are one of the assholes who immediately starts bitching about the beta codex for Sisters <laughs> of Battle, I have given them authority to oh, man. to have somebody bigger than you slap you across the face with a fish that I just I was sitting there so we're in a row it's Danny Eric Brandon me Steve and actually his name is Steve Uh, I remember that much who is 
one of the lead marketers from Twitch or the guy that's tied to Twitch, super important Twitch thing, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, streaming service. And then Jeff and Control Robinson sitting next to me. And the three of us wanted to, I had to stop Jeff three times. I don't even like Jeff that much. <laughs> I had to stop him three times from getting up and telling people to shut the fuck up about their beta codex and how, well, how can we get this changed? Uh, this seems too weak for Sisters of Battle. We need this to be better. How about this for us and just me? If you go to this event and you get the thrill to be in there, because it's not that big a room, guys. You Maybe there was like 60 of us in this room. So 60 people got to see this before it went out 45 minutes later to the internet mm -hmm. and enjoy it. And the rest and 30 of you unwashed masses ruined the whole freaking thing for me. And I swear to God, if I find out who you are, I will, I, I'm going to Jay and Silent Bob you. I'm going to go to each person's house and go, did you say this on this date? And then I'm just going to give you a giant wedgie. Anyway, um, so that's, yeah, so that's, that's that. Oh, that's the end of my soapbox for that. I mean, I think, I mean, I understand the part of it where there's a lot of passion towards that army and there's a lot of kind of passion about how things should be. I would be like a little more understanding of using that as a, as a way to ask that question. But they already provided an outlet where they're like, hey, man, this is our beta codex. Please email us with questions, concerns, and rule changes. I like questions. I don't think there's ever going to be a case where people will go, well, we were going to do it this way. But then during the LVO open forum, um, Chad McBeard came up and said, hey, like the, the fucking Pentium engine needs to be better. And so we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. All right, so we sit down for this, uh, back to the beginning of the event. We get in, we get our seats, we sit down. Steve from Twitch slams into me sitting down because I think he and Jeff have been drinking. Uh, Fair. Vegas, yeah. baby. Yeah, Vegas. Um, he sits down, he elbows me, and he's like, oh, sorry, man. I was like, no worries. Didn't know who he was. I see that Jeff Robinson's sitting there, and, you know, I printed out uh, our Jeff the Custode uh, sticker specifically to give to him mm -hmm. Um before we retired the image this last time last print run of it yes image is fully retired all those stickers are gone you'll never see that one again yep jeff died so jeff could live so that jeff could live he was reborn um and i i said hey jeff and i stuck out my hand with a sticker in it and he stuck out his hand back to shake it and said hey man how's it going i'm jeff and i said i know who you are i used your name and then i slapped his hand away and said I didn't come here to shake your hand. I came here to give you a wow. sticker. Dave's kind of a Jeff dick. the Custode. <laughs> I said, I came here to give you a sticker of this from Jeff the Custode. And the Steve guy starts laughing his ass off. And he said, hi, I'm Steve. And then he mentioned his title and he was with Twitch. And he was like, that is the funniest thing I've seen all day. I said, cool. You also can have some stickers. <laughs> um, and then we started watching the previews. And the lights go out, and Adam Trokes starts talking. And I don't know if you're familiar with Adam Trokes' voice, but uh, I believe he is currently right. If there was a yearbook thing at G GW with every year would come sure. out, he would be most likely voted to uh, to be most likely the sexiest man alive at GW every year round just Ooh. by his voice. Oh boy! Yeah, I mean it's like a deep bass. He's, Dave, Dave getting uncomfortable <sighs> boners at the the presentation. I've got a I've got a, a trope boner. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Um, I make no bones about it either. In a world stream, yeah. where the Black Legion came back. Oh, no, no. He puts that voice to shame. Hmm. Because my voice is awful. Yeah, well, I mean... But yeah, no, they did this preview, and they start talking about stuff, 
and we're all watching it. We're just like, oh, Jesus, everybody's masturbating in the corner because it's amazing. I mean, like you do when you see new stuff for the first time. Mm-hmm. My favorite part after that, you know, we see everything and it's like, oh, no new Abaddon model, I guess. And he's like, oh, we got one more thing and they play it. It's a Primaris Lieutenant. And I was like, all right. I jumped up and went, yeah. <laughs> like the only person in that room. Yeah, I was so stoked. I was like, yes. Mm, Primaris 20 Lieutenant. people like mm. backing off from the microphone. Like they can't give sisters of battle good rules, but they can make more Primaris Lieutenants. Yeah. And then they showed Abaddon standing on a Primaris Lieutenant, which made everybody giggle. You know, because GW, new GW is awesome. It was really well done. Yeah. I dislike having complicated bases to paint, but hey, you know. I Well, yeah. I mean, it's not that I dislike having to paint complicated bases. It's that I prefer to be able to model my bases completely myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, it, it is what it is. So Abaddon will probably, you'll be able to do whatever you want with him. Mm-hmm. Not have to use the Primaris Lieutenant I'm model. excited. Yeah. yeah. He looks great so far from the... From the released images. So we go into the Q&A and a bunch of neckbeards start bitching about their codex and reing on everything. Why and is the Catanus not a two-up scythe? I believe my hand flamer should be available to every model in the unit and also strength 100 and also range 100. Excuse me, sir. You run GW. Um, why do my dice not roll better? Yeah. Are you planning on releasing a Death Guard style dice for the Sisters of Battle? That only roll fives Please and sixes. God, no, those dice are fucking awful. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, they're super cool, but if I have to stare at a dice for two minutes to figure out what the hell it says. Uh, mm. We so we get to we start the questions are going, they're flying, people are asking the right stuff. They're asking about Warcry, the new skirmish. Yep, the new Kill the, Team Age of Sigmar. Kill game, team meets Shadespire in Age of Sigmar. Looks See, really good. I don't think it meets Shadespire. I think the description said it was part kill team, part shade spire. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. I'm reserving judgment on it. Uh, people are asking a question and then Adam Troke signals Danny out and Danny asks a question. Danny asked the question. He asked, I, I wish he was here so he could tell you what it was. The response from the, uh, the 40 K guy and Adam Troke was that is an amazing question. Thank you. And then they gave an answer for it, and I don't remember what it was. At that point, I was just at that point, you just see Danny sit there. Danny just I think Danny glazed over when they said it's an amazing question. I don't think he heard the answer, to be honest. Because he was just so happy. He was just like Maybe Adam Troke was just so happy to not have to hear about feedback. Why is the Castellan not more points? The they just they literally like they their eyes lit up. It was like a kid opening that Xbox for the first time when Xbox had been released at Christmas. They were like, Oh thank God, not socks again. Um, and it was great and we had a good time you know I met Adam Troke I shook his hand and I explained who I was and then security took me away uh, because I stalked him online um, gave him some stickers and, and had a little like, conversation what is him. a podcast yeah no I I didn't mention I was the podcast I just used my Twitch handle ooh yeah and then I mentioned I was with the podcast yeah, I was gonna and, say yeah. yeah please please promote the podcast uh, gave him some stickers I, I met up with Martin who I met while I was in Warhammer World yep and uh, and said hi to him had a had a drink with him and uh, gave him some of our dice and some some new stickers and uh, basically anybody I ran into got stickers basically a sticker pimp I was uh, by the way I'm out of stickers John uh, I gave away all 50 that I had of the mob rule stickers amazing um, I gave away most of the uh, the farmer logo one that I made nice and the rest I have a couple I'm gonna give back to you so you you have some and surprisingly, hashtag Dave sucks. Not as popular. Not as po- really. Yep. Hmm. I mean, there were a couple of people that wanted it. Kyle, uh, Kyle, one of our listeners, uh, he got one. 
everyone that we beat in a tournament got one. So the you know when we played, but uh, yeah. So that was Thursday. We went out and had a couple drinks. Had the best chicken I've ever eaten in my life. At Blue Ribbon Chicken. Um, Danny had been talking about this chicken place for like six months. And, I, so, and I'm like, all right, listen, the Danny, entire reason for going to Vegas, right? Was this chicken place, you know, when and and so when we were there, the chicken place wasn't there. You, you remember the spot where we hung out that first night that we were all there? And yeah. then uh, Ted met the homeless guy and wanted to get a tour of the sewers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I do okay. remember that. The chicken place hadn't been built yet, John. It was literally that corner. Oh, where really? We were hanging out that whole time. Yeah. I just want to say, by the way, uh, get ready to play Warhammer Age of Sigmar if you've never seen it before in a new game that draws on some of the best bits of Warhammer Underworlds and Warhammer 40,000 Kill Team. Warhammer Warcry. Hmm. Coming soon. I hope it doesn't rely too much on cards. I think that's the thing that uh, turns, you know, is is detrimental to a lot of people. For I think um, board and set team is super good. But anyway, you yeah, were saying yeah. Blue Ribbon Chicken. Uh, Blue Ribbon Chicken, amazing. Um, then we... Went out for drinks and, and crashed out because we all had stuff to do the next morning. They got ready for their tournament. Um, we got ready for our painting class. Went off to our painting class with Chris Peach. Had a good class. Went over and bought some stuff at Forge World for Nate because I'm a Forge World pimp apparently. Yeah, they were like, is there a Forge World stand? Buy me stuff. Right, so I did. Uh, and then we toured around. We got a bunch of pictures. I, I tried to take some video of stuff that was going on, but apparently I'm an idiot and can't record stuff to save my ass. Like, I recorded a, vid- a video interview with Danny before the tournament started. Like, Danny, this is game one here. How are you thinking? You feeling good? You ready to rock it? You know, just... That got deleted. I don't know where it went. The Ethernet. <laughs> I suck at this. Um, mostly I was just so excited to be there. You know, and I, I got... I didn't post a bunch of pictures. So, you know, I have the Legion of Dave model. Yes. And I travel around with it when I go places so yeah. that I can go everywhere because that's what I do for the Twitter followers that and also have the Legion of Dave model. Yeah. And so a little background, if you knew the show here, is there is a bunch of people called Dave on Twitter that came. Oh, you know, they're not even called Dave anymore. It's It started off. I with, hate uh, that you've lost your integrity to I this know, group. Right? It's fine. There was a. Uh, there's a woman, uh, Heretic Deb, who paints Aramon. She loves Aramon. Mm-hmm. She has like six of them. Uh, she entered a Golden Demon entry with a bunch of Aramons uh, in a rock band. Like oh, I saw films. that one with like the yeah, different lights, the lights on the stage. Yeah, that was, that was her, and she um, she was introducing somebody new to Twitter. Like, hey, be be say, you know, this is so and so. She paints models. She also does art. She's pretty cool. Whatever friend of hers from real life, and uh, somebody said, "Yep, just gotta watch out for those legions of Daves." And and there was three of us that responded like, "Legion of? Are you you mean us?" Are we that bad on Twitter? I think we're pretty good. It's like a Twitter gang. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we're the Legion of Dave. And it turned into this whole thing where we designed the color scheme for Legion of Dave. And at this point, 30 people have painted a model in this hot blue neon pink Space Marine Second Legion. You know, the lost Second Legion. As all Dave should be. Um, he's made himself into some very famous places at this point. Mine made it into uh, Duncan's painting studio where they record the painting videos on the table. No, um, what's, what's important to realize is that, Dave, you very disappointedly did not make it into oh, Duncan's painting studio. I, I did not. He was carried in there by a Warhammer uh, World staff for me, and a picture was taken. Um, one of the other guys managed to actually get somebody from the exhibit after hours to put him in the Space Marine Legion chapters. <laughs> really? And there was a picture taken there like that. Um, you know, just, just fun stuff where he traveled around. Like, uh, so, you know, I took him with me to Vegas. Um, date two after Danny did his stuff and I you know because we we did one painting class it was fine it was 
pain in space marine kind of worthless for me to be honest i i mean i knew i knew it going in Mm -hmm. you know painting power armor yada 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 whatever um it it was one of those things where i just i knew that i knew i was i was just doing it for cody you know sure you know it's also it's kind of good to just kind of like reassert yourself in the basics as well yeah and it it was nice to be be in that class and just kind of see some stuff Cody, however, didn't learn anything in this class. He was already past it. So we were like, well, that was... A... You had a free little Marine out of it, right? Yeah. There you go. A little bit of waste. Um, and then, you know, we went and did all sorts of fun stuff. We headed over to Fremont because he'd never been to Vegas. And, and I took him to a restaurant. We went to the Pinball Hall of Fame. Uh, we just did Vegas touristy stuff for us. Well, meanwhile, the rest of the guys are going. And we were purposely not looking at the scoring because we didn't want to uh, jinx anybody by accident. Sure. You know, because we're superstitious. I mean, let's be honest. We are. Um, the let's, let's see. Eric went two and one, right? Then lost right. his third game. Danny lost his first game, right? Right, right. But um, Eric and, ironically lost his third game to the person Danny lost his first game to. Oh, and I think it was later, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think Danny lost it to him. Or, no, you're right. It was his first game. Yeah. Uh, the uh, team captain, or no, not team captain, but a member of um, the European championship team for the ETC. Or yeah, whatever yeah. It is. Super good player. Yeah. And super nice guy from what I understand, but, you know, they still lost. Um, Saturday was more of the same for us. We had a painting class where... It was just really awesome. And uh, because I had forgotten to get a picture with Chris Peach the first time with Legion of Dave, mm-hmm. I got a picture with Chris Peach uh, the second time. Then we went and found uh, some other famous people. Nick Nanavadia saw him and had him take a picture with Legion of Dave. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, to be funny, I had our buddy Ari take a picture with Legion of Dave. And those of you that saw the, the post on online was only the fam- most famous and best people get to hold uh, the Ooh. Legion of Dave. Uh, model, you know, so Chris Peach, Nick Nadavani, Eric Rickards. It's funny to me, makes sense. Terrible things befell everybody who held the <laughs> Legion of Dave model, and I feel terrible for it. Um, they ran out of tea, so Chris could not drink any more tea. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Nick Nadavani, who was undefeated at that point in time. Lost his very next game to Alex Harrison, who finished second in the tournament overall. And Eric Rickards lost in the worst beatdown of his life next. And I was like, well, I guess that's uh, that's just bad. So, I'm just adding the spooky background uh, for Legion of Dave. It was terrible. You know, I I, I, used, I pulled him out too many times. I whipped out my Dave too many times, and it cursed some people. So, it is what it is. And then Saturday night, because nobody was was playing anymore, we went into um, we went to a different podcast, uh, the Best Infection Podcast Meetup. Oh, nice! Um, I did some networking there. For Ooh, us, actually. look at you! Moderately, um, gave out some stickers, gave out a bunch of dice. You know, met up with just a bunch of people like um, uh, Forge Narrative, uh, Warmaster Paul, nice. Paul Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talked to him a couple times. You know, gave him some dice, or well, I didn't actually give him dice until. Sunday. I think what we're hearing here is if you see Dave in public and he doesn't give you a sticker and a dice, then he is failing at his job because that's pretty much what right. you're known for now. Uh, we did meet up with some some fans who actually recognized us on Friday night or Friday night, Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. One of those Thursday, days. No, no. Thursday night before the tournament started. And our, we were out eating our chicken and some we see some people, uh, a man and a woman come around the corner and, uh, and the guy like stops. 
you know, my thought is, yeah, he sees the chicken. You know, <laughs> it is that good. I was about to be like, it is that good, dude. Go inside and get some chicken. It's it's great. Uh, he was like, hey, you guys, you guys are mob rules, right? And Danny almost choked on his chicken <laughs> um, because he was eating it, whereas I had stopped to sure. offer advice to this guy about the chicken. You know, you should go get the chicken. Right. Uh, and we met, and, and unfortunately I can't remember his name right now, but uh, I followed him. You know, he followed me on Twitter and followed him back so I could track his stuff. And his wife was playing in the uh, uh, the night fight event. Oh, nice. The, the next night uh, with her stampa. So I gave her two dice to use for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, I guess they just decided, you know, Friday is so long. Oh, uh, dude, it's, it's a slog the whole weekend. The, the night fight. It's a, basically the same thing with me and Cody. We just, we just have, we're not going to try to do that either. So, you know, we... I guess she backed out. She didn't do it. He did not have a very good tournament from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it is what it, and when you have 600 and some odd people, it's, that's a rough tournament. To, oh yeah. You know, so, um, you know, great. It was great to meet those guys. Uh, awesome. It's first time I've been recognized, obviously. Um, cause you know, I've been to Warhammer world where we're not famous. No, so. <laughs> no, so, we have no rights to be any kind of recognizable. Nope, 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 nope. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it was great. And Sunday, so Sunday rolls around. We are up. We are ready. We get over to the tournament. We've got our display board. We're refreshed. We haven't had entirely too much to drink the night before because we're smart. That's yeah, right. And, and it's we, game time. We purposely didn't because we wanted to do well. Um, we set up our stuff against our first game. I'm looking at the army across from me. And uh, we, we played our first game against uh, Team Nurgle Hugs. Love it. They had stickers, or not stickers, just a little piece of paper printouts that was uh, just a nurgling with arms wide, standing in a pile of goo that was just like, nurgle hugs. And of course, they were huggers, naturally, so we all hugged at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were That right- would have bothered me immensely. I do not like to be hugged. That's all right. Uh, you know what? It's it's one of those things where it's like, ah, we're good. I'm, you know, we're having a fun tournament. It's supposed to be all fun, and we're having a blast. Um, they had a decent-looking army. Um and when I say decent looking, I mean, most of the models were used in the LVO championship games the day before because mm-hmm. they smartly multitasked. So there were at least three color minimum. Yeah. Um, but they had Mortarian and Castellan. Oh, boy. So in my head, I'm like, well, this not great for us. But, you know, whatever. We're not we're not here to go three and oh, we're here to get a bunch of points in painting and, mm-hmm. and, and thematics, which we knocked out of the park like we had a fancy roster uh that was printed on a uh cody had designed to look like the screen from an apple II computer oh nice with the text because i wrote a two-page piece of fluff as to why our army exists and why the rusty 17 and these other units exist it's cohesively um based solely based off of what was happening around vigilus mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff that Cody printed out on fancy parchment paper stuff or, you know, he designed and we printed out at Kinko's the day we left for just to, just to have all this fancy stuff and the stickers and the dice and everything's tied together. You know, we've just, we've knocked it out of the park. We played these guys till round four. Now at the same time, the first round of the last day of the championships is taking place. Warhammer TV is filming literally 15 feet from where we are playing our game. If you go back and have a subscription on that and watch that game, you can hear the four of us whooping and hollering and cheering as we played one of the funnest games I've ever played at 40 K where we lost 
not by much. We actually out we actually played very well considering we were outmatched. Oh sure, you know, um, against these guys and, and just had a just had a blast. You know, like Cody's rolling saves and they're they're cheering. I, you know, their Castellan is making saves against stuff and and we're cheering like, oh okay, it's six up against this one this one guy's shot. You know, this hell blaster. And it's like, oh, it's just, I, I can't, I'm going to lose the Castellan if he doesn't make the save. Save, we're all, all four of us are high-fiving, you know, it's just, um, I, I want to say the final score on that um, was 17 to 15. Uh, we stopped playing at round four. The, right. The tournament was, that round was actually not over. Our battle round four, we stopped. Mm-hmm. We looked at each other, I looked at the two of them, and I said, listen, do you guys want to just tally this up? And they said, yeah, you know how it's going to go? I said, yeah, I can map out exactly how it's going to go from here. And Cody's looking at me like, I don't know what's happening. And I said, this, I'm going to explain it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Cody had managed to, uh, they placed some nerglings in a building that they couldn't get out of because swarms can't go through walls. No. It was one of the small huts um, on the scenery that you have. We played on that same mm-hmm. set that you have and that John has, I guess, um, from Forge World, or from Forge World, from uh, Frontline Gaming. Frontline, the field base alpha or yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. So they'd set up in that. So we killed them. Then we got in it. And they didn't have anything else that could get in it, so they couldn't <laughs> shoot it. Uh, we were holding an objective. Um, I had some more guys that were they couldn't have gotten to the objectives. So we basically we, we just mapped out what the final tally of points would be. Sure, yeah. Knowing that they couldn't kill anymore uh, because where we were, they couldn't shoot us. They had to charge us. Uh, Mortarian couldn't charge us. We killed everything that could charge us. It was like, you want to just map this out? Yeah. So we mapped it out, and so it was you know like a two-point loss for us. Which is fine, considering, sure. Considering what we had to go against that list, you know, you're not really optimized to go against two super heavies like that. No, we, we were two kind of, extremely resilient super heavies. Yeah, we were very well balanced, uh, and it showed for our next games. But that particular list just didn't do very well. Um, so we played that, we lost, had a good time, went and had a beer with them, came back for our next game. That's always the important thing: is the post game beer. Yeah, I mean, it is. Sometimes it's during game beers, uh, <laughs> as the next round will show. So game two, we sit down against these guys who are um, representing uh, War Room Games, uh, which is a Las Vegas-based game shop down there. And uh, these guys were also awesome, uh, but not at first, because they had suffered a terrible defeat. Oh, at the did hand they just of, get fucked over? They lost by like one point against four um, Renegade Knights. Ooh. Um that weren't even fully painted. You know, they were just kind of, they were literally to the barest minimum. The guy had, uh, I had actually spoke to him about his, his nights, yeah. about his list. Um, because he also runs a, uh, a website, uh, and offered to do some promotions for us and then promptly forgot to get his information. So if by chance you happen to remember <laughs> and listen to this episode, um, they, uh, they, they lost. Uh, so they were surly looking. Oh, for like, sure. I was like, Oh shit! <laughs> this is not going to be a good game, Cody. And he's like, "What are you talking about, dude? That that last game we just played was amazing." I said, "Yeah, look at these two guys." He goes, "So it's not going to be good, huh?" I was like, "Nope." So we start deploying. They start deploying. Uh, they were running a uh, almost mirror match of what I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had six bikes, a jet bike captain, three gar, uh, three troops, and a um, a banner bear all custodes so they didn't have the 17 but similar list to my oh, custodes. for sure yeah yeah uh and the other guy was running eisenhorn and another inquisitor and a bunch of assassins 
Good for him. Pretty much everything that you expect in an inquisitorial retinue. And I thought, you know what? I like your list. I hate it from a play te- a standpoint, mm-hmm. but you know what? I like your thematic part of your list. You know, it, it's very well done. It's nicely balanced. And uh, so we set up, we start playing, and he starts charging uh, Eversource. Eversource is the one that explodes, right? Oh, yes. So starts charging Eversource into um, uh, aggressors. Mm-hmm. That's a bad time. Right. They can't eat that Overwatch. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. You need at least like a five-man squad to So one of the Overwatch. reasons we bought 200 dice was because we thought people might try to charge the uh, aggressors that hadn't moved. Mm-hmm. So Cody got to roll a bucket full of dice twice, killing two Eversaurs, which exploded in the middle of their own stuff. Oh, Jesus. Um, and, and it was a, you know, it was a tough game. Uh, I'm, I'm really proud of my jet bikes out jet biking his jet bikes. Oh, man. That's, I uh, don't even know how to interpret yeah, that. Yeah. So it's, it's six-man jet bike squad on a six-man jet bike squad. He moved up and shot at me, and I managed to make all my saves. And because he'd moved up his 14, I moved up my 14 and was now six inches away from him for a charge. Shot a, shot the bejesus at him rapid fire and charged him and wiped out the entire bike squad with mine, losing Oof. zero. <laughs> it was, uh, I was like, oh, I out-jet biked somebody. Nice. Uh, meanwhile, we were, you know, we had secondaries for killing uh, characters, assassins or characters, so we were just picking oh, yeah, stuff yeah, off. Yeah, you can max out that real easy. Uh, they took uh, character killing as well, Headhunter. Mm-hmm. Um, we hid all our characters so that his, you know, his assassins couldn't get them. Um, Eisenhorn stayed heroically at the back of the map mm. uh, the entire just time. pointing out things. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a great game. Um, we only got to round two because because there were so many individual characters, they were deploying one at a time. They were right. guys down. And we were like, no, man, we're done. You guys, you could just, they would stop like and go, it's your go. We were waiting for you. I was like, no, we're done. We're done. You got, you've got like a hundred drops. And it doesn't help that like you have units that shoot like literally 30,000 shots as well. Yeah. So, I mean, we ended up, we ended up beating them um, uh, right close to the end of the game. Uh, one of the two guys was like, Hey, can we make a bet? And I said, Okay. Sure. What do you What do you want? They said, "Well, I mean, it's kind of close right now." And in my head, I'm like, oh, "No, it's, it's not, not yeah. even remotely close right now." Uh, you but know, outwardly, you're like, "Uh huh." Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you want to bet? He said, "I uh, if if I if we win, you buy us a beer. But if you guys win, I'll give you a shot of this fancy whiskey." And he pulled out uh, Gentleman Jack, or um, uh, not Gentleman Jack, John Walker Black Label. Ooh. That is a fancy whiskey. Like, also said, not allowed in the event hall, so good on him. See, I don't... Yeah. He got it in there. No, good for him, yeah. Um, he was uh, just... I was like... See, what I did when I went to LVO is I looked at what brand of beers they were selling, and I oh, just... smart. I smuggled those bottles in from outside. Yeah. I, I that Actually, what I told him was, is, you know, when we finish this game, we're going to have, like, a one-hour break. If we lose to you, I'm not buying you anything from in here. You could, we'll, we'll take an Uber over to, across the street to the liquor store, you know, and we'll walk across to the liquor cheaper. store and I will buy an entire bottle for us to share for the same amount as one shot. So, um, it, it, it was good. Um, we ended up winning. Uh, we'd had our judging done in between these rounds for our paint scheme and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and luckily we drew Rob Bear as, uh, as our judge. Ooh, the guy um, I accidentally I believe, rip on every episode. I, uh, I believe he's of spiky bits fame. Um, I believe so. Um, 
if there was a way I could find out more. Is Rob Bear in charge of spiky bits? Question mark, question mark. Could be. Aspiring overlords want to know. Um, (laughs) I I, I actually, and I met Rob and I talked to him for a while. He actually seems like a really nice guy. I'm sorry that it's it's come down to such a thing as as so clickbait. I'm I'm sorry that it's just, to me right now, I've never met him. Um, He's a meme to me at this point. The thing is, is he's actually not responsible for most of the content anymore. Really? That's, it's the other guys that we're judging. And, uh, and we get to the end of this. I, I have one beef for this tournament. Okay. Uh, actually, beef. I have, Go I have for it. two beefs. It's beefs. Beefs. Um, but I'll finish. I'll finish my games first because okay. I, I really uh, we played three really fun games. And these guys that we played, it was a fun game. It came down to, well, just we won. Um, it came it, down to winning. It just it, it wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be. You know, um, he poured us uh, what can be best described as a red solo cup shot of whiskey mm. from the bottle um, it's scottish short yeah um the i'm gonna get some, here's one buck for my beer from the keg kind of shot of whiskey <laughs> oh uh and and of course one of our listeners kyle found us that day he'd been we'd been trying to meet up with him and just missing each other he showed up with the biggest beer i've ever seen in my life in a can <laughs> you know i've seen a lot of big beers you know 40s you get up whatever but this was a, just the biggest can i've ever seen like it would have made fosters be like shit that's a big beer you know thank you cal for for keeping dave liquored and it was the best and i guess he'd given one to danny the day before and danny was like just having a bad day and drank that beer like slugged the entire thing down and i was like oh he brought you a beer that's cool you got a beer i'm not knowing the size of it when i saw it i was like danny slugged this whole fucking thing down danny had a really bad day <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Uh, and it was delicious, and it was awesome, and I was very, very tipsy after that because I had just recently had a giant shot of whiskey. Um, so we report our scores. We're one on one. We move on to our next game, and it's against um, Team Havasu from uh, Lake Havasu, Arizona. Oh, nice. Um, and was, I was writing down the name, and he's like, so I said, so what's your name? He said, Team Havasu. I said, okay. I started spelling it out, and he's like, it's uh, H-A, and I was like, oh, I got it, dude. I have family that lives in Arizona. I know how to spell Havasu. We're fine. These guys had never played an ITC event before. They were Garage Hammer people. Nice. came to this event um, with very nicely painted armies. Um, not very thematic in the sense of that corn usually doesn't ally with Tau. Mm, yeah. You know, but whatever. Um, that's That was, for me, just my nitpicky lore. It'd be like if somebody was like, I got Blood Angels and Necrons. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I'll, I'll slap you across the face. Um, but very, very well painted. Um, both of them. The, the corn army was just basically everything that I'd been talking about running mm-hmm. only shrunk down to like a thousand points. You know, because we talked about... I, sure, I, yeah, I, I a bunch of blood letters, uh, berserkers, things like that, right? Yeah, and that's what he had. And I was like, oh, you have the army that I want. It's painted delightfully. Uh, and then the Tau guy had, you know, basically Lee's list shrunk down. Halved, yeah, you know. just a bunch of fire warrior, like very heavy foot troops, right? And, and some and three what uh battle suits whatever they are they're not the not the crisis suits but uh oh the broadsides yeah broadsides yeah so um i thought it might be a tough game for us uh until they explained that they were not itc savvy so i it's, shifted into it's such a unique way to play it is right and it's very fun actually mm-hmm. i i, I don't like think shifting I can go back shifting from kind of a player to a coach or kind of being able to kind of make that transition 
because it goes back to kind of something we've said all along is like it takes two two sides to make this a fun game and like you have people who pull up against garage hammer players and be like oh i don't really play idc like i'm gonna fucking crush you right and then just that's a miserable game because it's over quickly yeah they don't have any fun you if you get some sense of perverse satisfaction from doing it maybe sure um, but it's really against the spirit. So kind of it just adjusts the way you, you focus on the game where you're not looking so much at how can I decimate this person, but it's like how can I help facilitate a fun game? Right. How, how can I help this? So before the game, as the game was started and we're picking secondaries, we were going, I was explaining to them the secondaries better than anybody else had apparently because at this point they were 0-2. Sure. You know, the way that the pairings worked was literally just random. There was no... Top is going to go against top. You know, it was just, what's your name? Okay, you guys are playing against each other. Um, and, and so I was explaining secondaries and, and suggesting secondaries that would be more beneficial for them against us than, you know, if they mm-hmm. just picked them, you know, like, hey, so against this, this is what we have. This is where you can score the most points and here and here. And they said, okay. And they picked two of the ones that I suggested. And then they also took... Um, uh, King was Kingslayer, right? Kingslayer, Kingslayer yeah. is the one where you pick a character. If it's your warlord, you get an extra bonus point or something like that as well. Sort of like how many wounds you do off against him as well, right? Right. It's two for every two wounds you score a point against him. It's not great against you. He took he took it on Myalaris Terminator. Now I said, all right, that's not the best, but I mean, you can technically score four points on it, so mm-hmm. you got it. Um, so we start the game and we're playing. Uh, the corn guy fails some uh, some charges, which does not go well for him uh, when you're charging custo jet bikes uh, with deep striking demon princes. Yeah, those don't go together well. Um, so his stuff got, you know, kind of wiped out. Uh, the custodes swept across the table and, and started tearing into the towel. I, I played very technically is the sure. best way to describe it. Um, technically perfect. And, and explained what I was doing at the same time and why I was doing it, why I was charging this unit and then moving into this unit as well because I was within one inch of it and just locking them in combat and, you know, doing doing all the stuff that you do for technical uh, play. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, the, the corn guy was charging across the table at Cody and he was just firing pot shots at him. Uh, he had a rhino with berserkers in it and uh, he said, well, I advanced so I can't shoot. And I was like, oh, man, that's a good-looking defiler model you have right behind there. It'd be awesome if he had, like, smoke popping out of his <laughs> or like some gun where you could shoot with minus like, one like coming out of his exhaust and he's like popping yeah it would be awesome if i could pop smoke oh i popped smoke with the rhino <laughs> i was like he's like thanks man i was like yeah no problem cody's like what what did you just do because cody's not familiar with rhinos yeah and vehicles in general because he's running all death guard or death uh death watch with no vehicles death something and so he popped smoke and I explained what Pop Smoke was to Cody as well. And uh, the guy was like, thanks, man. That was really nice of you. He was like, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't going to tell you literally to Pop Smoke with that rhino, but I figured if I gave you a hint, you might pick up on it because otherwise Hellblaster squads two and two over here in combat squatted nature are going to light you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, because they Pop Smoke, it was minus one to hit, so Cody couldn't over uh, overcharge without danger of blowing up his guys. He gets, you know, he gets into combat. Uh, we deep strike around two, uh, Cody smash captain and he teleports the entire unit of aggressors and, and guys to the back line and just starts just decimating stuff. The defiler turns around and goes after him 
and charges the multi charges the smash captain and the aggressor unit. I was like, oh, dude, mm, ballsy. Okay, gonna give it to it, you. It could work. Gonna let you do whatever you want. Meanwhile, the jet bikes had been finished off. Uh, they they finally the tower had finally killed the jet bikes off, but not before all the broadsides were dead. Um, Which is very important because they're nasty. And all of those goddamn shield drones. <laughs> Always shoot the drones first, mm. regardless of what else is in the army. So we're at, we're coming to the end of turn two. And mm -hmm. because we've been doing a teaching game, this has been going very slowly. Uh, we have 10 minutes left um, with, you know, we need to finish our, we're, we went second in this one. So we need to finish our turn up and we're trying to go as fast as possible. And, and uh, Kenny Boucher, the, the TO is like, hey, 10 minutes, you know, split the time evenly. Have one more turn if you can. Just do the best. I was like, there's not enough time to get another turn in. I got to ask you, Kenny. I have not brought my Alaris Terminator Captain in yet because they took uh, Kingslayer on him. So I didn't want him on the board getting shot. Mm -hmm. Kenny, I don't know if this is actually the actual ITC ruling, but Kenny ruled that if he doesn't come in... He's dead. He's dead, and they get full points. And I said, okay. So they got... So they picked a terrible secondary against the <laughs> You guy, managed to maximize. I managed to maximize for them because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, we, we ended up winning the game fairly. I mean, it was fairly handily. It just, sure. It, it, um, we maxed out all of our secondaries, um, which, you know, eh, it is what it is. They were learning. Afterwards, they, they had, you know, we, we shared a beer with them and had a great time. Kyle came over again and gave me another beer. Turns out Kyle knew those guys because Kyle's also from Arizona. Oh, nice. And they were friends. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. We all drank another beer. Our buddy Kevin Mackey, who was not supposed to be an LBO, right. showed up. Random Alaska he, person dropped by. He walked by. up and slapped me on the shoulder in mid-game. And I was like, who in the fuck thinks this is? And I turned around and see Mackey. I was like, what the hell are you doing here? By the way, if you see Dave in public at any event, go up and slap him on the shoulder. That's the only way he'll give you yeah. stickers or dice. Yeah, totally. That or just asking nicely is an option, I guess. No, just slapping the shoulder. <laughs> slapping it is. Um, but he... he Cody showed him his models and Kevin was like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> this is your first army you've ever painted. <laughs> Just did that. The nice fuck you reaction. Yeah. He's like, that's awesome. This stuff looks great. Good for you. You know, the, the Ace Ventura. Oh, or not. Uh, uh, Kevin, uh, Christian Bale. Oh, good for you. <laughs> so good. Um, and, and we finished the tournament. So we finished two and one felt pretty good about pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Rob was, you know, when we were <clears throat> sitting there, Rob was checking off all the painting score stuff that we thought we could get with the exception of cosplay because only one team came in cosplay. Because it was added like a week beforehand. And they, they were also playing Catechin, so I don't know if you know this or not, but if you wear a camo shirt and a red headband, you're in cosplay. <laughs> and, and you know what? Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm just jealous because... I don't know. I think my, with my Pox Walkers, I could get cosplay pretty easily too. <laughs> just don't shower and yeah. show up in yeah. gym shorts. Get buy a pair of overalls, paint them purple. <laughs> just wear one strap over and the other strap out, and no shirt. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I mean, it was great. They 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 fit it to their army, you know. So it, perfect, good good for them. Not not sassy about that in the slightest. It was you know that was smart. Um, we get uh, we sit down. The tournament ends. Everybody turns in their scoring. We're all sitting there waiting, and the judges leave. <laughs> what? So you got to find out more later. Click yeah. here. So I, I did find out more later and I did actually click there. Yeah. Um, Fucking clickbait, man. There was n no, no talk of anything, nothing at all. The rest, we were just sitting there going, well, who won? What, what's happened? What's the, what's the scores? Where are our painting scores? Where anything like that? And then they started the end of LVO award ceremony and they're going through stuff and rattling stuff off. And we're like, 
well, shit, I got to sit here, I guess, you know, and wait to see what happened. Because at this point, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, oh, yeah. I could easily be, you know, top five, and I'd like to know. Uh, I've clicked. Show me. And then they named off the winner, and that was the end of it. There was nothing else. And those guys, hmm. literally, I've never seen people pack up and leave an event so fast in my life. Like, they were just, they they were like, okay, final scores are inputted. Slap the laptop closed, put it under the arm, and walked out. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, they have they have articles to misinterpret. Right. Uh, so they apparently they, they had to bounce and drive home. There was something. One of the guys had a problem at home. And he needed to get home. So since they all rode together in a big oh, caravan. Oh, they all had to go, yeah. Yeah, they just packed up and left as soon as they could, as soon as they gave Reese the, the title. So I immediately went on and was like, hey, so where can we find our scores, maybe? Please tell me spikybits.com. No, uh, Kenny's like, hey man, we had we had some somebody had an emergency at home. We had to bounce. Uh, I'll get him up as soon as I can. And then they did Saturday. That's pretty good. Last Saturday. Yeah. Um, I am happy to say that we placed 16th out of 126 teams. Ooh. I tried um, to do a drum roll. It wasn't I, very yeah, good. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really happy with it. I think we top 10 percent ish. Uh, it was top. no, it was 13. Top fourteen percent. Uh, it was top third. Yeah, it was like thirteen point five or something yeah. like that. Top top within the top fifteen percent, and I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, no, that's super good. Really wish I could see the actual score sheets that Rob scored out, so I could figure out where where to improve next year and well, things like that. Play it next year, or, um, or I guess just where to improve. And, and well, just in general, I just kind of want to. So my gripes are there was no communication at the end of it. It just ended, mm-hmm. you know, and. Then we nobody knew who won until they announced a winner. Right. Until Reese was like, and the winner was Team Chaos or whatever. And the Team Chaos guys were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, there was, so there's no communication, and then they bounced. Also, the scoring seemed to, for painting, seemed to be uh, uneven across the board. Okay. I feel like Rob had an idea in his head of how he wanted the scoring to go and so he if he scored you it was very very tight like like very very specific tight pernickety yeah like if you missed x you weren't getting this point at all you know Mm -hmm. like if if you got 99 percent of your models have x but one percent doesn't fuck it you don't get it you don't get those five points so we scored our other for our painting um on the actual painting score throughout out of the 126 we were actually fifth that's pretty good but the nurgle team that beat us in the first round that had um tabletop plus models (laughs) for sure had one point more than us in painting score really and theme now they didn't have a display board they you know they had team uniforms, but they, that's because they're part of a, a team in the lower 48. Mm-hmm. So they were just wearing their team jerseys from that. Uh, you know what I mean? And these were great guys. I don't wish anything ill upon them at all. Just they, shittier painting scores for them. And, and one of their guys, like the their Mortarian was painted by a professional paint commission painter. So it kind of hurt me a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. So yeah, what happened was they had one or two really good pieces that stood out and drew the eye. And then it's the, the same way I paint. Yeah. It's the same way I paint an entire army, like my Nurgle stuff here. I'm planning on doing like uh, taking my time on the plate burst crawlers and making them look really good, and then everything else is just going to be real basic washes. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it meets the requirements. It looks good on the table. Draw the eye. 
three feet away, man. That's the yeah. rule. I mean, my custodes were good from six inches away. So, you know, it was one of those. Oh. And Cody's guys were actually really good Yeah, for a first-time Army. I, I have to give him serious credit and props because he really put a lot of hard work into it and making them look good. And I only did one guy to a base, you know, to get to get him caught up because yeah. I'm faster than him. Uh, and then I painted – so we had some decal issues on the knees. I used some uh, Dark Angel – uh, Dark Angel veteran models decals so oh, that nice. we could squad the knees. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were all numbered. And apparently they had decided that they no longer worked, so they were falling off. Oh no! And trying to come off as we were dry brushing dirt onto the legs, so that you know, because we're trudging through the desert. Yeah, towards yeah. Vegas was a theme. Uh, so I had to I hand painted the numbers on a bunch of them. Um, last minute Saturday before we started getting drunk. Because, yeah, just to get that squad to, to, to get it finished. Because, you know, we wanted them all to look the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we, you know, we have squad markings on everything. We have sergeants are no, notably different. We had conversions. We, you know, we had all these things that tied in. So I'd really like to see the sheet that Rob scored. Right. Just see kind of the difference. So we know instead of just knowing. Well, yeah, it would be nice to see Man, everybody else. Conspiracy theories. We've uh, got some. Uh, they did admit afterwards that they felt like maybe they didn't have a uniform scoring system. So it was one of those. Okay, that makes sense. You know, At least like are admitting to it. Yeah, they they admit that because I mean, so Kenny Kenny's a really nice guy, I guess, but mm-hmm. apparently, in the past, had been accused of cheating. I guess so. Some people don't like him. Whatever. I had no problem with him. Sure. At all. Like I said, I have no problem with people. I have problem. I make jokes about people's online personas, which in no way reflect them as people. Right. I mean. Let's be honest. Kenny looks like if you slap some white face paint on him, he'd be, you know, he'd have a juggalo name. Okay. That's, that's, that's the way, that's the way it looks. Um, but Jeez. you know, really nice guy. Great painter. Yeah. You know, his, his, some of his painting videos and stuff are really good. Um, but some of the other guys that were with him just kind of were like bros, you know, like, Oh, we're, we're, we're his bros. We're totally, we're just bros helping out. We're LBO you know? event staff, bro. Uh, not even LBO event staff. Like, just we rode in the same car okay i thought it was an uber um <laughs> from, from chicago Ca- from, from, Calif- <laughs> from california to to chick to lvo um but yeah I, I feel like they could they can improve upon it i don't think they were expecting as many people i don't think they've ever had an event that big before um yeah no the lvo this year with everything was just super sized well because they do it at a, they've been doing it at, a, at adepticon every right. year and i think they've been averaging like 60 teams mm-hmm. so we had 126 teams no which is more than double yeah. so they were panicked they were stressed trying to get the stuff done and and some of the bro stuff when i say bros like they were high-fiving other members of teams you know so it's like fuck <laughs> if you, you know everybody all you know you guys are all from the same area we're from alaska we don't know shit we're trying to introduce ourselves and have a good time you know and we did um the second game we played those guys um bought my display board Really? Because we weren't going to ship it home because it was so much of a hassle to get it wrapped up and I did not bring shrink wrap with me to repackage it to send it yeah, home. Yeah. Plus it was kind of a one off, one shot thing. It was a nice board, but it wasn't nice enough to keep. I mean it was. I would have loved to have if I could have gotten it home safely without it breaking even more, uh, I would have, but I, I just didn't think I could because mm-hmm. I didn't think I could get it back into the packaging the way that I had it. So they bought it, um, and my team jersey. Really? They, Maybe uh, a design we need to add to the Threadless store. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, he just he's he knows a guy that lives up here, um, and uh, and 
one of the outlying cities, I guess, and wanted to rep Alaska for nice. when he you know, sees him. I was like, sure, man. I'm, I'll be honest. The odds of me wearing it again the, are slim. Took the shirt off your back. It was worth it. <laughs> it was totally worth it. We had a great game. Had a good time. Those guys were fun. Um, we got full sportsmanship scores, which was something that I really wanted to make sure that we got. Sure. So that felt good, you know, from that standpoint. Um, just in general, really happy with the way that we think we did after the tournament. Uh, we were sitting down, hanging out at a slot machine, enjoying you know vaping because we're idiots. Sure. Uh, and it had been a long, stressful day. We hadn't eaten yet. Just booze, uh, which Obviously, is smart. The Vegas way. Yeah, which is smart. Uh, which is when I saw Paul Murphy for the last time uh, from Ford's Narrative Podcast, and I was like, "Oh, Paul, I finally have dice." And he's like, "Oh, cool, thanks, Dave." And I hand him these dice, and Paul's with two other guys. The two guys see the dice. One of them goes, are you the fuckers giving out the skull dice? <laughs> I lost a game because somebody used those against me because we were giving them out fairly handily. And so somebody had used them in one of the ITC, in one of the championship yeah. games. And he was like, motherfucker, he kicked my ass with those dice. And I was like, well, here, have a set. Now you can kick somebody <laughs> else's ass with it. They sucked for us. They were terrible for us, but apparently for anybody else that you Transitive them, properties of Dave Dice. Yeah, right? So uh, get your hands on my dice. You'll never lose again. Yeah, unless you're Dave. I'm probably going to lose again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that was LVO. Yeah, that's Pretty LVO. much for you there. Um, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more when Danny gets back next episode and kind of see it from his experience from that side. Uh, but we'll be right back. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings. And the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? No, but I will be. Yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, I want a big shout out to someone who left us a YouTube comment this week of why would you purposely get a haircut that makes you look like a giant prick? I mean, that's the kind of wonderful commentary we've come to expect from our subscribers and fans. It. I love it. It's good. You know, so I, I, I want to say one one last thing about LVO. Oh, sure. I purposely went out of my way to kind of not, you know, fanboy over like famous people. Mm-hmm. In fact, to do things that are counterproductive to fanboying. Right. Like just being a dick to Jeff Robinson. Yeah, that was funny, though. <laughs> that, the, but that was funny. Um, I had Pablo uh, from uh, Frontline Gaming. Oh, yeah. Pablo's awesome. Who we've met before because yeah. he was up here for a tournament. Um which you two can come up for Battlezone Ursa in September. Yep, yep. He, uh, I, I was like, oh, Battle hey. Zone. I said, hey, you're Pablo, right? He goes, yeah. I said, cool. Hey, can you take a picture of me and these three other guys? <laughs> and he was like, okay. 
yeah, sure. I'm like just really confused because you know he's like, oh, he's gonna ask me for a f- selfie or whatever. And I, I like, don't know, man. Pavel is pretty cool. He's pretty mellow. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure. But I, he like you know when Jeff reached for like, oh, I've got to go into my persona of famous. I'm famous yeah. guy. Yeah, sure. I was like, hey, random dude named Pablo who's famous. Can you take a picture of me and these three other people you've never met before in your life? Thanks, man. And then he was like, he was like, cool. Uh, do you guys want a picture? We were like, cool. See you later. Bye. Nice. I mean, sorry, Pablo, you know. No, Pablo's awesome. Big fan of Pablo. This is when you just go up to people, like you go up to uh, your Pete Foley's and your GW people, like, hey, can I ask you a question? And they're like, sure, yeah. I'm like, where's the restroom in this place? Right. Yeah, subvert those expectations, right. man. You, J.J. Abrams, you. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about Warhammer Adventures. Ooh. Attack of the Necrons. All right, so you bought the audiobook so you didn't get the hard copy no i did i bought the audiobook have you seen the expanded like collector's edition set no i haven't dude i wish i was a kid how, how was it let me let me google up I, here I, talk about talk it up i well i i don't honestly know what it fully includes but it's got you know a coloring book and stickers and just activity book and just all sorts of other stuff to tie into it to get stuff going and then you know they're doing a saturday morning cartoon with it which, you know, I'm sure people have seen because they visit the community site as much as I do, which is 100 times a day looking for new information and leaks. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, I just saw pictures of it. So some people were posting pictures of it and going like, you know what? I'm not a kid, but this is pretty damn cool. You so um, I've listened to about an hour of it uh, sometime in this next week or two. It's about two hours long, right? It's about three hours long. Three? Okay. Um, I'm going to sit down with my daughter, uh, who's uh, 13 right now, an avid reader, um, and we're going to listen to it together, and then I'm going to record uh, us kind of talking about it, because that's kind of more the target audience than me. Uh, 13 might be a tad old for it. But, but here's, here's the thing. The first hour, um, nothing really super ungrimdark happens. Like The only big things people are going to be complaining about, there's um, servo sprites are used instead of servo skulls where it's just like a little robot person but it makes sense in the context of the thing sure uh they talk about the main character's mom is going through uh she wants to find stuff from the dark age of technology where i'm like Ooh. Ooh, if you're looking for that that's a heresy that's that's a, that's a paddling <laughs> that's a paddling right there but you know um and some of the introduction stuff is kind of to the to the young adult reader but nothing really grimdark or, or anti Grimdark happens like in the first set piece, really in the book, um, a, a gang of um, underhive scum like infiltrate Ooh. the ship and like grab her and go to attack her. Spoilers! I'm planning on reading it later. <clears throat> and there's there's this the the champion of this gang grabs. It was like this is my weapon. It's it's essentially a metal pole with a, a piece of metal welded to the top of it. And he's like, I call this skull splitter. You know why? And he's like, because it splits skulls. He's like, because it splits skulls. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, I, I can see this here. How, how many voice? Is it the same? Is it David Tennant the whole time? Because no, it's David Tennant the it one is narrating. It is David right? Tennant narrating it and just the most wonderful David Tennant voice. Like he uses his English voice, his Scottish voice. There's different voices there. Um, very well narrated, very well put together. And, and so far anyway, and like I said, I'm only about an hour into it here just very enjoyable it's it's not so anti-grimdark that you're gonna think oh fuck it's gonna ruin everything forever but it's also not so grimdark that's inaccessible because let's face it there's some stuff that we read very inaccessible to a newer audience because it is just comically dark 
yeah, I mean, if you picked up a black library book with Space Marines in it, you know, obviously, and you'd be probably be very confused why the first 20 pages was nothing but dudes in yellow armor just getting murdered. Yeah, know? but it makes sense. I mean, I mean the, the situations they're in, well, in this Warhammer Adventures book, the situations they're in make sense. Um, the protagonist's kind of knowledge of the universe, I feel, is appropriate for what I think a 12-year-old girl would know. Okay. You know, so of course she's not going to be going on about all of this shit because kids in 40K aren't going to know about all that stuff, especially the daughter of an explorer, you know? So, yeah, so far so good. It sounds pretty good. And like I said, I'll be I'll be uh, listening to it with my daughter. Uh, and I think my son as well. And then kind of we'll, we'll be going through and kind of talking about their impressions of that book because honestly, they have zero interest in Warhammer from me talking about it. So kind of hearing their thoughts in it is going to be pretty interesting to me. It's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you and I suffer from the same thing. We read a book um, and, and then want to Oop. immediately Oop. jump into the making of the army, you know. Bought a new army. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. What? I'm playing Custodes now because, you know, Chris Wright is amazing. For Chris Wright is amazing. He's making me play Death Guard now, too. So, you know, I'm just... I bought Eisenhorn after we finished the last book. I'm planning on yeah. picking him up. I'm never going to play him, but he's an amazing model. He's a good looking. Hopefully, model. he'll get an index like the Assassin Index, maybe well, an Inquisition. He's index. got an he's got an actual stat profile already. No, stuff, but so. maybe some good stratagems and rules to yeah. kind of help him out there a little bit. Now, you're going to do this review with them, and, and yeah, and I, I'm so I'm more interested in Lucas's take on it than I am your daughter's. Yeah, um, because Lucas is eight, nine, nine. nine? So, so Lucas is nine now. Um, he. Typical boy stuff. He likes football, things like that. Um, I'm interested in my daughter's taking it because she does read so much and so varied. I'm kind of like yeah. her taking it. But yeah, definitely it'll be interesting to see what his take is and kind of this stuff where he's shown kind of interest, but not really, and kind of where that goes from there. Right. I think what helps is a female protagonist really helps that, that story there. So yeah. I've, I've just, I've got uh, two four-year-old nephews at this point and they're too young for it obviously but it's okay. the kind of thing where you know like picking up an audiobook when they're and listening to it with them later on you know I've, I've already done my work to get them into it they have some space marines that sit on my shelves that they play with when they come over and, and hang out and you know in a couple of years we'll probably paint them together and stuff yeah and, so i can get them drawn into my hobby to punish their moms <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, I'd be interested in the take on that because I, I could see sitting down and listening to two chapters with them, you know, when they're over and, and doing kind of like a, when they come over and spend the night, doing a bedtime story thing where we're listening to the book for a little while, you know, and just letting it roll. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not super grim dark, but it's not a super bright either. And it yeah. doesn't feel watered down. Like I said, it feels appropriate for the characters and their knowledge base. So, all right. yeah, that's that's all I really wanted to say about that. Um, Dave, you got anything else you want to add in there? Nah. Nah. You're good. I, I, I got, you know what? I've talked all episode. I feel bad. You know, no, no, you're good. I mean, you, you had the experience. I just had a baby and they're boring right now. Um, yeah. Do my standard awful plugs. Um, thank you to all our Patreons, uh, patreon.com forward slash mob rules. Uh, thank you for people who shop mob rules.threadless.com for our t-shirt and merchandise store. Yep. I uh, appreciate it. Well, each and every one of you. Check us out on YouTube at Mob Rules on YouTube. Mob Rules yeah, or I YouTube slash Mob Rules. I don't know. Yeah, something along those you lines. Know what? Just 
just go to YouTube, type in Mob Rules. Or if you really want to find us, you can just Google For Loco and yeah. then scroll down. And you'll, we found you'll, out, you'll find us. And we found out if you Google For Loco, we come up. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if you search for uh, Mob Rules on YouTube, you're either going to come up with a Black Sabbath song, a really good Swedish metal band, or our podcast. Which is neither good at all. So. Or Swedish. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. Follow Dave at Alpha Devil. Uh, yeah, Alpha Devil in AK on Twitter. Twitter. And, uh, you know, you've got the, the sheet for the end of the episode, right? Yeah, follow yeah, me just, at Mob Rules John. Yeah. And that's, that's about all we'll do. But, yeah, um, for Mob Rules, I've been John. And I've been Dave. And um, we'll see you next time. Yep. Yeah.